May we never, ever, 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 ever take your presence for granted. We thank you that you're here. We thank you that you're here to meet every need. We thank you that you're here to touch your people. We thank you that there's no power above yours. We thank you for your blood, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that lives on the inside of us. Lord, make yourself known even more to us. We thank you, Lord God. May we honor you always. And Lord, may the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. As I deliver your word, help me, Holy Ghost. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <laughs> I gotta sing it one more time. We give you Appreciate you. And give them a hand, you guys. Thank you. Oh. Whew, okay. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I'm gonna try my best to deliver this word. Some some of you think I'm just playing around and stuff, but when you're under the anointing, sometimes all you can do is stand up. Trying to tell you, so well, you need to do this. And, okay, well, you and you under the anointing, then you tell me. <laughs> Sometimes it, you can barely breathe when the weight of His glory hits you. You function. You tell me you need to do this. So, okay, mm -hmm. when the anointing hits you, I'm gonna say, "What was that you were saying?" <laughs> All right, I'm, so I'm gonna get off my soapbox. So. All right, let's go. Here we go. What do we do first, Holy Ghost? Be nice to turn to a scripture. Okay. Do we have the scriptures up? Do we have the scriptures? First one should be Isaiah 12, 4 through 6. We have it. Let's go. All right, read with me. And in the day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, and by means of his name, in solemn entry, 
declare and make known his deed among the people of the earth. Proclaim in his name is exalted. Sing praise to the Lord. Say that again. Sing praise to the Lord for he has done excellent things gloriously. Let this be made known to all the earth. Cry aloud and shout joyfully, you women and inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Great in the midst is the Holy One of Israel. Turn to your neighbor and say, the one in the midst of you is mighty. Turn to somebody else. Tell them the one in the midst of you is mighty. <laughs> now, if I'm given a testimony, please hear my heart. I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. But if I'm giving a testimony and I mention more the devil than I do God, then what does that sound like? Anybody? Well, the devil did this and the devil did that and the devil did this. And, but in the end, I say, but God showed up. Who am I glorifying? But if I do get up and say, yeah, the enemy tried to come in, but guess what? God was ahead of them. God did this. God did that. God set people free. People left changed. That's a different testimony. So it doesn't sound like I'm glorifying the enemy. The enemy will always be the enemy. But God, if you let him, will be God. Amen. 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 Bless God. Repeat after me. God is, God is a, good God. a good God. And his mercy, and his mercy endures, endures forever. forever. One more time. God is, God is a, good God, a good God. And his mercy, and his mercy endures, endures forever. forever. One last time. God is, God is a good God. A and his mercy endures forever. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. I promise it's, it's, a, it's a good word. It's not a challenging or a spanking word. It's a good word. I promise. I promise you. So put a smile on your face. Relax, relax, relax. Next slide, please. Let's read. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power of, may be of God and not of us. 2 Corinthians 7 verse 4. We have this treasure. What treasure? What treasure did you possess on the inside of you? Hmm? What are you carrying? That's treasure 
What are you carrying that's valuable? What are you carrying that's worth something? What are you carrying that you would love to share with anybody who would listen? What are you carrying that actually set captives free? What are you carrying that actually caused demons to flee? What are you carrying that the world needs to see. What are you carrying? Let's move on. Got a lot of scriptures. Let's read. To them God willed to make known that are the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles. Which is, I'm sorry, did you? You got the wrong side. I'm sorry. That should be, uh, Colossians 1, 27, did we get that? My bad, okay, my bad, sorry. Let's read. To them whom God willed to make known that are the riches of the glory of the, this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, I can't get too far ahead of myself, but without Christ, we are Nothing. The world doesn't need to see Brother T. They don't need me to get in the flesh and show them something they already know. They don't need me to give my opinion that's another opinion in the world. They need to hear Jesus. They need to hear hope. They need to hear there is another way. And that's God's way. So this system that's got you locked up in your brain, this small, when God's made it bigger, I'm telling you, I'm gonna just take you on an education tour just for a little bit, just for a minute, just for a minute. In the world, Little girls learn at an early age family stuff. It's not a bad thing, it's not a bad thing. You play with Barbie, you play with house. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, all right, all right. What is the boys doing? Boom, throwing stuff, blowing up everything. Army, G.I. Joe. So the girls are trained, think family, think the boys are trained to blow up stuff. <laughs> so we wonder why when we get married, the guys are not more family oriented. Wife is because that's what she's trained to 
do. Take care of Ken, take care of Barbie, you get the little kids, you get the little house. Oh, yeah, mommy. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, now let's go a little further, just a little farther. Let's look at James Bond. Guys are like, yeah, James Bond. James Bond, the man, he's the man, why? He's got the gadget, he's got every car you can name of and above, and all the, now when I was young, um, Speed Racer was the, and so you just, choom, 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 you got So every, every guy wanted a Mach 5. So, James Bond made it come to life. He was like, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, we got it. It can fly, it can go in the water, everything. But now let's change James to Jamie. Ooh. Why does that happen? Because for a man to be macho, promiscuous, he's just being a man. For a woman to do it, she's a slut and a whore. Train, training, training. That's how they set you up. James Bond is a male whore. But he's not so macho now, is he? But again, if your brain is trained to think that way, then you start, well, maybe if I do this, I could be more like James. Oh, I got this girl and that girl. All I know is, is a girl who's named this. Then I'm on. I'm 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 lining up with James. World system. But the Bible says that if you go this way, it's actually the way of sin and death. The Bible says that if you go this way, guess what? You meet silly women laden with sin. Oh, wait, oh, wait a minute, man, that, that don't sound too good. The world way, it doesn't. And I told you this is a good word. I'm not staying there, I'm not staying there. I'm trying to make a point, I'm trying to make a point. Watch how the world makes you train your thinking. That's why, like Pastor Steve said, we need to shut off the television, get off Facebook, and get in the book. All right. You have the God of the universe living on the inside of you. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. You have the God who created the whole universe living alive on the inside of you. You still don't see it. You have the one who created the heavens and the earth breathing, living, walking, talking, on the inside of you. 
But would I let them live or would I shut them down? Because it's my will that causes him to either shine or get put on the shelf. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to move on. I'm going to give you some homework to do because I'm not going to be able to go through all these scriptures. So your homework is St. John, 17th chapter, go through the 14th through the 26th verse. I'll say that again. Your homework is John, the 17th chapter, 14th, go all the way through the 26th verse. All right. St. John, verse 17. Sorry, chapter 17, and then verses 14 through 26. Everybody get that? Okay. St. John, chapter 17, verses 14 through 26. Okay, now Colossians 1 and 2, I think it's in the Amplified this time. Did we get that? It's in the Amplified. To whom God has pleased, that one? Yeah. Let's read. To whom God has pleased to make known how great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ within you, among you, the hope of realizing the glory. Realizing the glory. You know, a lot of people use a lot of cliches. They have no idea what they're saying. Oh God, we want the glory, we want the glory. I heard a testimony recently and there was this prophet of the Lord that had spent time with the Lord. And the church was singing songs and everything. And the songs was about the glory. Great songs. And then the Lord told the prophet, stop them right now. And he was looking around. He said, stop them, Lord. They're, they're singing praises to you. He, and the Lord said, stop them right now. He said it three times. So the third time he got up in the podium, he said, stop right now. So everyone, okay, wow, what's, what's going on? So he said, the Lord says, because there's sin in the camp, if his glory came down, it would consume. So we say things, we pray things that God is not a puny God. Kalila said it this morning. We don't, we don't serve a wimp God. We serve a mighty God. But there's protocol to his glory. First of all, number one, I do not touch his glory. It belongs to him. That's his goodness. His goodness, not mine. All his. But the other thing, there's an awe in his presence. When his presence comes, that's not time to be, okay, let me see what my daughters are talking about on my phone. Let me, let me, um, let me text this one back. Let me see what kind of emails. I got. You, you guys don't think this goes on in church? I see everything. This goes on in church. 
I'm like, um, Lord, please forgive us. But here's the thing. He wants to come live big on the inside of us. He wants to live big on the inside of us. Be our God. I can know him as Papa Dwayne, Mama Linda's God. Oh man, they casting out demons, they're doing that, they're doing, I mean, God is moving, and I can know God as, but do I know him as my God? He wants to come live big on the inside of every one of us. But that takes relationship. That takes getting to know, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. But if I have time for everybody else except him, how am I going to get to know him? I'm going to learn to hear his voice and not my own. Or the voice of the enemy. Because I'm constantly running, constantly doing I'm not saying we're not busy, Lord. No, especially as American. We are way too busy. But God knows that when we want time for something, we'll make time. We'll pull time from everywhere to do what we want done. True? Is he worth our time? He's worth it all. He's worth it all. But he wants to come live big on the inside of you. I'm almost done. Then we're going to pray for some people, and then you guys can go eat something. How about that? Okay. Uh, Romans 5.2, we have that one? Yes, let's read. Through him also we have our access, interest, introducing by faith into this grace, state of God's favor, in which we firmly and safely stand. That's huge right there, that is huge right there. State of God's favor in which we firmly stand. I'm founded on the rock. Say it. I'm founded on the rock. Okay, let's continue. And let us rejoice and exalt in this hope, experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. He wants you to enjoy his glory. He wants to bring his glory down. But there's something that must happen before he comes. It's been prophesied already. God has still been moving, but there's more. I don't know about you, I love his presence. But I'm in all of his presence and I want more of his presence. And he wants to give us more. But there's another level he wants to take us to, to where we're not continuing on in sin. I know I'm not by myself. All right. Like I said, I'm almost done. The enemy tells us this. You're depressed. You're weak. You're sick. You're a failure. You're dumb. You'll never amount to anything. And so on and so forth. 
but the word of God, and God tells us this. You're precious. You're loved. You're victorious. You're his child. You're the head, not the tail. You're above only, you're not beneath. You're a son, you're a daughter. You're a king, you're a peace. You're free. Before the foundation of the earth, he knew you. He called you to the kingdom for such a time as this. Is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He wants to see himself in us. And what is the world looking for? They're just looking for Jesus. People cutting you off, giving you the bird. They're just looking for Jesus. But if I'm in the flesh, all back to you, man. You want to step out of the car? Let's go. But if my compassion of Jesus is working, man, he must be going through a lot. Lord, touch this man. Let him know you're real. Let him know you're mighty. Let him know you as God. Know him as Savior. I pray for this man now. And like Jesus said, Lord, forgive him, for he know not what he does. But if I'm not in that mindset, step over. Go ahead, go. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. same to you. You want to do something about it? Get off the road. Don't tell me, y'all, come on now. I'm by myself. That's all right. That's, 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 that's all right. That's all right. But I don't want to respond in the flesh. I want him to be seen. I want people, when they see me, they see through the flesh and they actually see Jesus. When I speak, I don't want them to hear T. Again, that's just another opinion. I like the way Pastor Rodney says, opinions are like armpits. Everybody have them and somebody stink. Some of them stink. (laughs) But God wants to show himself strong on our behalf. He wants to come live big on the inside of us. But I have a choice to make. Either can allow him to be God, or I can stay on the throne myself. Now some of us, they don't trust God enough to get off the throne. It's like, nope. I've seen your people go through that, ain't going through that. I've been through this, I ain't taking that no more. But God's saying, if you trust me, I'll show you my power in such a dimension that the world will notice and call you Christ-like. Now, that's a Christian. You don't have to call yourself that. They will call you. You must be a Christian. I remember I was on the job This is when I was younger. And this young lady walked up to me. It was only the second day I worked. And she asked me, she said, are you a Christian? And I said, 
what would you what would make you ask me that i'm not denying it at all i am but what would make you ask me that she said i saw it in your eyes she said when you look at people i see compassion so when you talk to people, you really listen. And I know that's not a real man, that's God. She was a backslider. I led her back to the Lord. God had me on a job just for her. After that, I got laid off. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, Lord, that's why I was that at that job, okay, next. Everywhere we go, you're there for a purpose. Remember that Christ in you, the hope of glory, is not a small thing. What is the world waiting for, groaning for, travailing for, the manifestations of the sons and the daughters of God? They want to see Jesus. And if ever there was a time to show the world Jesus Christ, it's right now. Amen. It's right now.